Okay, good morning. Today's class is Lunishma Yochma Dialam Gnaisiam Benema and Rafu Shalom Rashom Yamila Daniel Matsara and Tobele Baskrifka. Also, this class is in the success in Yashmaim Lishaba Manava, Gadiabun Shaba, Emirim Lishaba Shapu, Badali Shaba, Raina Makaba Badali Shaba, Raina Makaba Toba Basha. Last night's class was really, really amazing. We had an amazing, amazing event. Uh, we, will re- we will post that class eventually. Uh, tonight, I'm going to do a Q&A uh, on Instagram for on Rosh Hashanah, and that's going to be a roughly around 8 o'clock. Okay, we will be sending out the, 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 the list also. So please share and rate the podcast. Today, we'll ha- we're going to have a little bit of a shorter class. Um, I have to be in my facility today really early, but this class is really, really, it's an unbelievable concept. Uh, a lot of what, what we've been speaking about. So we, we, we speak about constantly about having the symbolic foods on Rosh Hashanah, the Gemara tells us the benefits of having that one should bring these to the tables. There's a Gemara Rosh Hashanah 12 that we should all, always, all, all of us should have these specific fruits and have specific kavanas. There's going to, Rabbi Pence is going to tell us an amazing, amazing concept, exactly pretty much what we've been speaking about. The, sim, the, the symbolism of these particular foods is, is that they ripen quickly, according to Rashi. They, they ripen quickly. So we want also our blessings to ripen quickly. And they also represent sweet merit, they represent sweet tasting, etc. And, for example, we eat, uh, we eat kara, which represents, uh, before eating the, the, the gourds, we say, may our enemy, may our decrees be torn apart. We, we, we have the, uh, the pomegranates, may our merits increase like pomegranates. Basically, the, the, we eat the dates, may it be a will that, that our ancestors and our adversaries should be consumed. So pretty much there's, there's a concept between bringing the physical and the, and, and the, the physical and the practical and the, um, sorry, the spiritual and the physical together. Let's understand this concept, that he really brought this out amazing. He says, what is the nature of an omen, right? What is the nature of an omen? How does it work? When it, what, what is an omen? How can one simply eat foods and all of a sudden it tastes sweet and then all of a sudden increase your sweetening of the year and all that? It means it's a big, well, when do we hear of this concept of eating physical foods and next thing you know, you, you start developing, you're gonna have a great year because you had an apple, right? And he says something amazing, amazing, amazing. And this is something that we all need to understand. He says, the world of prayer and blessings is a spiritual universe, and it's not necessarily related to the physical domain. It is possible for a person to pray pray and be answered only in a spiritual plane. That means, for example, you could be praying for your health, and somebody else could be healed because of your prayer. Or your ancestors that prayed years ago, the answer could be prayed, could be answered today. In the spiritual realm, when we pray, it goes. It goes into, all, it goes into that spiritual realm. It doesn't necessarily can come and get answered right away. It can be answered tomorrow. Your, pray, your parents have prayed for you. That prayer where you might need tomorrow, that could, that could have been prayed 10 years ago. We have no idea. This is why we never should watch a scoreboard with spiritual things. You just have to do and get out of the way. It's going to come when it's supposed to come in a spiritual realm. This is, and how do we know this? When, we, when Esther prayed and says, should it also be like that in the future generations? That the prayer that she made, that Haman should be, this, the, Haman should be hung, she was, the future generations refers to the Nuremberg trials, the Nazis were hung. So imagine she prayed in the time of Persia and the prayer was answered in, in, in Nuremberg, Germany. To show you the power 
of prayer, how when people give up on prayer, it is, is the greatest sabotage in the world. Because you have no idea when it's going to get answered, who's, why it's going to get answered, what time it's going to get answered. So the same thing here is when, you're, when we're praying, it's in the spiritual world. It is possible for a person to pray and be answered on a spiritual plane. For example, when somebody prays for healing, attributes divine healing, they're released in a higher realm of existence where it remains removed from a person who prayed. Sometimes it will allow other people to be healed or to tap into this healing potential. While the person who has prayed is not actually healed. By eating a symbolic food with a corresponding intention and a short prayer, we're connecting the spiritual realm with the physical realm. You know, used to, I used to watch, you know, and I've done this many times. I've, I've actually written a check for the amount of charity knowing that the deal is going to go through. And I already had the check written. So I believed in it so much that I can write the check. And sometimes I give the check in, in advance. Now, I'm not telling you to do this unless your faith is strong. But I've been brazen and I've done things in advance where I had so much confidence that God gave me this money because I knew it was going to go to the right place and I've written the check in advance. So the same thing, when you're praying, you got to take immediate action. Also in the physical, this is exactly, when I'm saying I'm going to have a sweet year, let me taste the honey. It's like, the taste, I'm going to be healed. Let me taste the medicine. I have to manifest myself being healed. You know, it's like, you know, you can pray for rain, bring an umbrella. You're going to pray for rain, bring an umbrella. Believe in it. Now, when it's, going to, when, when it's going to rain, it's a whole different story. It's not up to you. But you should continue to bring the umbrella. We can't pray for rain and not believe in it. So what he's saying here is when you're actually saying the physical, when you're taking the symbolic food, you're corresponding the intention with the short prayer. Now you're trying to draw that physical prayer down to the healing. If you're praying for bitachon, if a person's praying to be successful, okay, successful people write checks for charity. Act it already. You understand? Act it. I mean, if you're going to do the, if you're going to believe, you're going to think big. You got to also act big. And that's 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 really, really, really the key. Shh. That is really, really the key. It's a lot of it's in, in heavens, but it's not down to earth because we have to bring heaven down to earth. Our job is to bring these concepts down to earth. You understand? You know. And yesterday I asked. There was. I don't know. 80, 100 people yesterday. And I asked them, how many of you have, have, can tell me a year from now or can tell me an idea where you're going to get married? Do you have the hotel? Not one hand rose up. So that you could see they were so defeated mentally, spiritually, that they, they can't even envision where, they, where they're going to get married. So it goes to show you that we're not practicing what we want to practice in life. We're practicing what we don't want to happen. And that's what we're getting, what we're getting. So when we're in Rosh Hashanah, we're actually, when you're taking these fruits, you have to actually bring. Imagine today the modern version of saying this, this prayer before dinner. Everybody would be looking at the food. People wouldn't even be looking at the prayer. Do you understand? Imagine the modern version of this today, doing Rosh Hashanah, people making the prayer without the foods. People would be ODD, ADD, looking here, playing with the forks, playing with their phones. It would, it would not even mean anything. Think about the modern version of what that would look like. Imagine giving your kids the book. Here, read. How, how, how would your kids be concentrated? Your kids would be all over the place talking to their friends. <laughs> Do you understand? So we ha- the food, you know, when you show a kid a picture, you know, you read a kid a book, right? If you don't show him the picture, it's much harder for him to understand it. You have to show, that's why these big books have little words and big pictures because they're not getting the words. They're getting the picture. So us, we also, 
have gotten to a point where this, the, the beliefs have only become in the spiritual. We're not bringing it down into physical action. You understand? We're not bringing it into physical action. And that's where the foods are teaching us a lesson. They're teaching us have, bring the intention and then take immediate small action in accordance to what you are saying. Such as, if you believe the deal is going to work out, write a, put a check in your pocket for the organization and picture yourself giving that check. Rabbi Kramer, he will testify. For BRI, I gave him a very, very big check. I said, Rabbi, I'm going to give you a very, very big check. And the deal was ups and downs, ups and downs. I said, Rabbi, I'm going to give you a check. I'm going to give you the check. I'm going to give you the check. And Rosh Hashanah ended up giving him a very big check. Based on a, on, a, on, a, on a certain percentage of a deal that I put him in. That's why I always like to put organizations in the deals. Because at the end of the day, let the, let the money go, not, not in my merit. Let it go through the merit of, the, of Rabbi Kramer's organization. It's always when you bring down the physical, the, the, the spiritual, you bring it down to the physical and it has a good purpose, that, that's how you get things to, to, work, to work out. So the practice, and this is what he's saying, exactly what he's saying here. When we are, the symbol, by eating these foods with a corresponding intention, we connect the spiritual realm with the physical realm, making certain that divine blessing does not remain only in the higher realm, unconnected to these intention and prayer. The physical act of eating is the merger of the divine blessings and, exi- and, 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 and existence. This practice is consistent with the explanation offered by the Rambam. It refers to, it refers to prophecy. Often we find that the prophet physically acting out his prophecy. Can you imagine that? Physically acting on his prophecy. This is because in order for prophecy to become real and manifested in the world, it may need an action that mirrors the, 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 the prophecy of the vessel to receive it. For example, the prophet Yirmiyahu asked the Syria to throw down a scroll in the river, and somehow the casting down and drowning of the scroll facilitated the prophecy of the downfall of Babylon. Similarly, to receive a sweet new year, we have to start manifesting some kind of action. So charity is a sign of abundance, physically. Um, forgiving is a sign of growth. So when you are praying and you're, you're actually taking the small action, you are now, you're taking, you're bringing heaven down to earth. Rosh Hashanah is especially condu- conducted to these spiritual blessings and material blessings since our Rosh Hashanah. Our prayers of our physical needs are, deep, in fact, deeply spiritual. We ask to be judged favorably in regard to our physical wants and desires, but not for egotistical purposes. Not so I, I need to have 30 million so I can get married. No, that's, that's fears, insecurities, etc. Nor for those merely for the body's survival. But with the deep end, we're asking for abundant physical resources so that we may employ our divine service. Our physical blessings are not actually for the sake of physical gain, but rather tools to assist us in our mission here on earth. Remember that very, very clearly. When you are receiving something, you are, that is part of your tool. If you're meant to be successful, God gave you a certain amount of money to be successful. He's expecting you to use that towards your mission on earth to give money to charity. It's not to be, to be able to use the money for egotistic purposes and, and, make your, and think you're better than everybody. No, that money's been given to you so you can build a synagogue, so you can um, you know, elevate God's name. But we, we really want, the, the, we need the physicality because this physicality will help us, assist us on our mission on earth. In a certain way, the physical things are mere signs and symbols for us, that when we eat these symbolic foods in Rosh Hashanah, we demonstrate the symbolic value of our physicality, that we need the physicality, we need, we need, we need, to, make, we need to be successful financially, we need health, we need this, because without that, it would be very hard to reach the missions that we want, which is making God's name great, and, and elevating the nation. So, 
when you're doing this, it should always be for his sake. But there's nothing wrong with asking for it. But if you're going to ask for it, take some kind of action that mirrors that, that realm. And this is where the, the, the all-in believing concept, you know, it's, it's okay to write a check for charity. It's okay. Believe in it. It's okay to write a char- check for charity ahead of, ahead of the chance. I do that all the time. I do that all the time. I have a confidence that Hashem has put me in the deals, etc. I'm not completely, I'm not doing the Jim Carrey $10 million. You know, Jim Carrey did this thing with $10 million and he saw himself on, a, on his first movie, he was going to make $10 million. I'm not telling you to be Jim Carrey and write yourself a check for $10 million, but if you are going to pray for trust and you're going to, you want to pray for abundance, you want to pray to feel um, abundant, then abundant people do give. So you have to be able, you can't be cheap and be abundant, basically. You can't be a miser and say, I want abundance. Because then that doesn't match. You understand? Just like I, you can't you know, picture yourself as in, you know, working out in CrossFit and have a Snickers bar, uh, snacking on a Snickers bar in the middle of CrossFit. You understand? It doesn't match the, the prophecy. It doesn't match the, the thing. So today, my advice is be all in. Go all in. Everything else is not working. Go all in. Whatever you're doing, just go all in. Let go of the insecurities. Let go of the worries. Just go all in to whatever you're doing. It's exactly what the Torah is telling you. We are, we are very spiritual beings in life. But we're not the, 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 the negativity of fears and worries have not allowed us to just break through and be ourselves. You understand? If you, if you picture yourself in a loving relationship, if you're in a loving, in a loving relationship, what do you do? You send, you, send, you send good things to your spouse. You send them love. You send them light. You send them love. You don't send resentment. You don't hold grudges. So who do you want to be? You have to ask yourself, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? And then act it right away. Because that mirror, that gets you into the physical, into, and that's exactly, by the way, it's exactly the mirror of what the, our sages are telling us. That they honor me with their lips, but their hearts are very far away from me. Yes, people are doing the work. Ba 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 ba. But the heart, the belief is not there. You understand? And that is what the the all of the things we we, we fail to believe in, in in the power of the Torah. Because what happens is when we sin, we we, we lose energy. We, we 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 get confused when we worry. We get confused. All of these things cause us not to become ourselves. So again. Change the identity. If you say you want to be in shape, okay, people in shape eat differently. They don't have to worry about you know, whether or not I'm going to sneak in a couple cookies at night. No, it's not their identity. They, they eat like they're supposed to eat. People who work out and they want to be in great shape, they have already pre-commit to the schedule. They don't have 2,000 calorie smoothies before they get into the gym. Do you understand what I'm trying to explain to you? But the talk to doing the talk, 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 and not aligning yourself with who you want to be is why we're not getting what we want to get. That's exactly why the Torah is telling you, eat the apple, say the blessing, bring it down to physicality. Bring it down. You just prayed for a good and sweet year, now bring it down to you. Believe in it. Pretend that apple is going to change you and manifest that. And then practice, practice, practice this over and over again. And that's why we do need a morning. You know, if you've practiced already manifesting, I can go into a deep meditation on these fruits, on, these, on, on all of this. But if I'm not never did this stuff, I never manifested, I never did, then when I'm needing this, I don't even know, what, how, how, could get out, how could I get out of my head? I'm worrying about how to get the honey off my fingers, do you understand? So, may God help us, may God help us all, we have a brand new year, today's the 25th day of Elul, today's the day that the world was created, for God's sake, recreate yourself, 
Can we not recreate my, ourselves today? That's what we should clap into. Everybody should have an amazing day. Have a great day.